0: Welcome, everybody, to the final edition of season four of the Undisrupted Podcast. Adam, it is the holiday season, and we are going to start off right off the bat with a very serious opening debate, and that is, what is the Mm. best holiday movie ever? Ready, set, go.
1: You know what? Normally, you toss a question to me, and I go, but I'm going to think a little bit longer. I'm going to toss it back to you. you. You're (laughs) going to rebound
0: it, bouncing right off man i'm rubber you're glue yes (laughs) i am uh, okay so yeah i'm even i'm flummoxed on this one because i had like four (laughs) in my head so here's my thinking the uh pusher slash pot stir in me is like wants to say die hard because i like it when people get really riled up at the fact that that's Mm -hmm. not a a christmas movie or a holiday movie whatever but there's you know it does take place during christmas also with gremlins songs are
1: played throughout the movie
0: absolutely you know it's not
1: it you know it's not just takes place at christmas time but you know it is and it's a theme because they're trying to get to the kids you know by christmas you know
0: right so it is a i agree see there you just made the point for me see it is and it's 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 a, dare i say a musical <laughs> no it's not a musical but uh, so that's like to me that's my favorite only because I like to push and get people kind of get their ire up uh, and then they'll come back at me with a miracle on 37th street or whatever. And I'm like, no, it's our 34th. Yeah. fourth. Fourth. <laughs> fourth, seventh, doesn't matter. There's a miracle <laughs> happening three blocks down too. Believe me. Yes, yes. Um, so, uh, which I've never seen by the way. So I don't even, uh, yeah.
1: I actually watched more- for the first time like a couple of years ago with my kids. They were like, oh, we got to watch this daddy because they were talking about it at school. So, yeah. You know what? I, I would have to say, um, because I've watched this every year as a kid and it's not necessarily quote unquote my favorite, but it's, it's a family traditional favorite. If I'd say it'd be, it's a wonderful life. This is my oh, mom has, that loves either. that movie. Um, so I, I have to watch it in my house because, you know, it's kind of like I was indoctrinated to the movie and it's been spoofed so many times, uh, that it's just it to me, that's just a holiday classic. I mean, it's a wonderful life. Uh, you know, it's for me now new age came out last year a recent movie my kids love it the netflix movie jingle jangle um, oh i haven't seen that yeah they love it. it's a musical and i'm not a musical fan or whatever but uh it's, it's pretty good so yeah that's for me and me my my family my brood those are ours
0: i do like i do like a good musical and i'm just trying to i'm looking it up right now because there was a one that uh i took my wife to oh <laughs> The perfect amalgamation. My wife loves Hallmark movies. I absolutely hate them. Um, They film them
1: all the time in the Hollywood of the South, by the way. I
0: imagine they do. And I was like, you know what? I can already predict how this movie is going to end. You know, they have that little spin the wheel thing. Like, okay, she Mm. is a what is uh she's divorced she's widowed uh she's coming from the big city going to a small town she has the one friend who's a person of color right it's like their one little drop of diversity like to put in the hallmark films but we found a movie because i love zombie films there's a movie called anna and the apocalypse i don't know if you've seen it it is a (laughs) uh, it is a christmas musical zombie musical uh it's bloody it's gory it's awful uh actually it's not a great movie but it was like uh, some friends were like this is the perfect mesh of Carl and Renee because you're both you, she likes Hallmark and he likes zombies and it turned out it wasn't really that great um <laughs> but yeah check out or don't check out Anna and the Apocalypse <laughs> different oh you know what Kudos <laughs> for them yeah. for trying something different
1: now you know what it i used to wonder like why artists made like holiday albums i'm like you know nobody wants to hear you sing christmas songs but then it hit me that holiday songs and albums are played every year like an artist you can only be popular right now yeah. you only need that one hit song on your album i mean because the funniest thing in the world is the jackson five they have a holiday album and they're jehovah witnesses so like they only celebrate christmas <laughs> i forgot about that <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, they have, like, the mommy kissing Santa Claus, yes. you know, w- yeah. which raises a whole lot of questions, because if Joe Jackson actually, you know, found out that mom was kissing Ooh. Santa Claus, there'd be a whole lot of, you know, smoke in that house. But uh, yeah. that's neither here nor there. But <laughs> there are certain songs that you always hear around the holidays. And for us, the holiday Christmas season in, in, in the United States of America starts in January. And it goes all the way until January. (laughs) Uh,
0: (laughs) It never ends.
1: So what is a song that you hear that puts you in the holiday
0: spirit this time of year? All right. Like when you
1: hear it, you know, the season has started.
0: I'm going to cue, I'm going to cue this one up. Uh, So we're going to, I'm going to share my audio here and then we're going to see if we break some sort of copyright laws and we have to edit this out (laughs) later. Probably. Um, All right. Uh, Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, here we go. Um, Man, so this gentleman, um, whenever I hear any of his songs, uh, I'm like, okay, this is it. I mean, I'm, I'm all in. I'm trying to find like the best one, but I can't find it right now. Um, oh, wait. Here, I'll just play this one. See if you can hear it out there, live audience members. Uh, well, no, nope, no, it just took me to an album. Never mind. Amazon Music, yeah. I hate you.
1: <laughs> yeah, as, as long as as long as you don't play any... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh,
0: oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A little nat, And he... he- You know, he did that album, he had his daughter come out and they did a song, you know, posthumously. Mm. But whenever I hear the song, it's like, it put it, I'm not a huge holiday Christmas person. I mean, everyone that knows me knows that. But um, when I hear this, I just feel like I want to gather by the fire. I want to sit there with a hot cocoa, even though it's, you know, 82 in Austin today. (laughs) I got my hoodie on. You know, the
1: crazy thing about that song, when it's starting, you can tell it's like, it's like a record recording. And... You know, it's almost kind of like pops at the beginning, which for me almost sounds like the fireplace, like those yes. the little pop of the logs, crackle. Or whatever. So of yeah. the chestnuts yeah, on yeah, the yeah. fire. Yeah, yeah. What about you? Uh, Would my daughter ask me what? are, what are chestnuts? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, um, you know what? Uh, we sing about them. I, I don't think I've ever actually had chestnuts before. We tried. We tried to make yeah. them.
0: They don't. They don't turn out. We burned them in the fire. We, chestnuts <laughs> burning in the oven fire it was not as good. What about you? What's your song?
1: Like for me, like the song that I hear and I'm just, I just know it's the holidays because my parents play this all the time uh, because they were, my mom's a huge Temptations fan is that uh, Temptations song where it starts off in my mind, like Merry Christmas to all of you and I could not sing. So to say that I got my voice singing on an audio is something else, but that is the song when I hear it, I'm like. You know, I just know it is like the holiday times when I hear the Temptations. I mean, that's just, that's just it. You know, the Temptations are the California Raisins. You know, it just lets me know it's yeah. Christmas
0: time. <laughs> kind of the same, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is a good album. But, more I think about it, it is a good album. There's a lot of good stuff on this, on the Temptations Christmas album. The Little Drummer Boy you know, is good, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah but those are those things that put people in the spirit and and for this we're talking strictly about christmas and i know this is the holiday season so you Absolutely. do have uh you do have uh, numerous holidays that are celebrated you have uh, hanukkah you also have kwanzaa and mm-hmm. you, you know people may celebrate festivus um you know that just festivus actually became a holiday yeah uh, so you know whatever you are celebrating you know definitely enjoy this time i know like for me uh, Friday uh, was my last day with my team before the break. And we had our meeting, and we did like uh, maybe about 20 minutes of actual meeting time. But then I had a, <laughs> I called them the tech squid games. <laughs> and I didn't tell you about this. We actually uh, played some nice. games uh, with my team, and it was kind of this red light, green light trivia where they were in the auditorium and broken into teams. And as they got questions right, they got to move closer and closer to the Ooh, stage. I love it. Um, yeah. So physical movement. Yes. yes. I started to bring in some Nerf guns, but the, the, the TikTok thing had came out, no. you know, the same week. So I was like, yeah, I don't want to bring any um, guns into the school. But it, it worked out pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And then we did, like, uh, Pictionary. Uh, once again, we had chart paper and markers. And it was various tech winter items that they had to draw and guess. And the people... Who were hesitant at the very beginning you could really see that shell starting to come down and by the end everybody was fighting they're like, no they're cheating no, they're..." i mean they get so competitive was, yes man because my thing was i said um it was unplug um unwind and spend time that nice. that was the three pieces that i gave them i said so since we're technology we're always plugged in we're always connected you know you need to take some time to unplug you know, then unwind and then spend time with those that you care about. So no matter what you celebrate, uh, that's that's the thing that I want to challenge everybody. You know, just take some time. And after you listen to the podcast uh, to unplug, you want to listen to this first and subscribe and like, but then after that.
0: <laughs> Go back and share it with your family, like exactly what you learned from the podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah. Make this part of your holiday I love tradition, that. listening to The Undisrupted.
0: I mean, it's subtle, but not so subtle that a leader doing that as a leader, I think it's great that you do that. I think that a lot of times we uh, I was always, I struggled with this admittedly as a, as a leader of a team is that I felt like I didn't spend enough time doing that. And whenever I did it was always worth the investment, like doing an end of the year kind of wrap up event. It doesn't have to be like, you know, I'm not saying like go get trashed at a bar or something. I, like we did one where we did a scavenger hunt around the city and I stood up like on this really high rise and kind of looked at the teams from up above and like would send them messages as to where to go to find their next clues. And then we ended up at a, one of those escape rooms, um, which oh, nice. is always a great you know team building activity when you have to figure out if you can communicate to get out of these things. Cause there's so many clues in those escape rooms that you just don't see. Um, but I, I felt like doing those kind of things, I didn't do that until later in my career. And I wish I would have done more of that because that, that team building, it's continuous and ongoing. It shouldn't just be the beginning yeah. of the year. I love that Squid Games, yes. Player one. <laughs> and, then,
1: and then like I did like, um, you know, got them some gift cards um, and we just, uh, I didn't have for the winners. <laughs> i just drew names like at the end they had their little squid game cards and they had to yeah. put their names in them and then they put them into a hat and then you know it was drew and you know probably about 10 gift cards whatever uh we gave them out or whatever so like for 100 bucks um out of my pocket i mean it was all worth it to, to have the fun because it's not necessarily about the winning something but it's about the fun the camaraderie and yeah, you, you got to have that stuff after the past two years, close to two years now, we've been going through this because think about the coronavirus. I want to say it was November, December-ish of 2019, right? When it was COVID-19. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It was a thing then. So we were two years into this and now we are having another flare. You're seeing sport teams, uh, the sport, they're having to cancel games. I think the NHL has suspended uh, their season for a little bit or something like yeah. that right now. Uh, you're seeing NBA teams ha- running into issues. NFL um, schools now are already starting or planning to start off January virtual. You have some of the, your larger metropolitan districts yeah. saying, "Hey, we're going to start off the first couple weeks of uh, the break or first week or so virtual." Um, we've been instructing our teachers to make sure we use Canvas as our LMS so we have instructed teachers to make sure their stuff is current not to say that we're going to go virtual but we just want teachers to make sure if something does happen in the next two weeks that we're ready to make a quick pivot uh if we have to at a school or at a class level uh because I, I do see it be, it's still a thing we, you know yeah. it's not done with us unfortunately it is one of those things where now every runny nose every cough every sniffle you're still like uh what are we going to do? Go again. My, my daughter, she was coughing the other day. It's like, ah, oh, what is this? You know, it's like, oh, it's just regular seasonal, you know, yeah. sinuses? It's nothing to do with that. But, you know, we're all we all freaked out about it.
0: Yeah, it's allergy season here in Austin. If you guys can't tell, I keep rubbing my eyes because I'm like I've got the, I'm like my eyes are burning. I've got the sore throat, but it's just because the cedar in Austin is awful right now. It's always that bad mm. for the next month. So that's also you're like, oh great, now I've got something, but yeah, I don't know. So per let's let's talk. This episode is gonna be about predictions and resolutions. Um, so predictions. Uh I've got a few. I predict coronavirus will still be here. Oh. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Let me yeah, see. Where's I'll my to it. I need my sound effects <laughs> board for this because I feel like we're gonna need a lot of these. Um, yeah. So yes, yeah, so that's a good one. Or the correct bell? Where's it right here? Do we got it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, there we go. <laughs> Um, I think um so I wrote I'm writing an I wrote an article every year I write an article called Um Bold Predictions Uh Sure Not to Happen. Um, and it's just about crazy things I think they're gonna happen in education or ed tech that may or may not happen, but they're semi-bold, some of them are not. My my one that I actually feel like if I had to put the most money into and would actually wager on, I would say is the great, I don't know what I'm calling it, the ed tech amalgamation or conglomeration or whatever we want to call it, buyout is going to continue. If you've noticed the trends, and those of you mm-hmm. that are in the circles know this, especially if you're if you're a vendor listening to this, you know this. There's a lot of companies being bought out by a lot of companies or partnering with a lot of companies, and I think a lot of it has to do with the $200 billion of investor funds coming, or it's here, and we're trying to get our hands on it. Um, and some of it may just be like, you know, companies are trying to expand their offerings, and so they're buying out more companies. So I think my prediction for 2022 is we we haven't seen the end of the buyouts. I think they're just going to continue to ramp up and get more. Remember last year, I think Nearpod was uh, bought out by Renaissance for 450 million dollars, and Kahoot mm-hmm. Kahoot bought Clever, which was a weird yeah. kind of a. That's kind of a different. don't figure that one out yet. Yeah, I don't. That's a those. That that's a different. That's oil and, and water there, but. Um, but yeah. also,
1: I'm seeing with some of the buyouts, it's um, it's groups, so it's not necessarily another educational company buying out another educational company it's these uh investor groups or whatever that own all these other entities they just so happen to now are getting their uh, diversifying their portfolio so it's not necessarily like a renaissance in in this case you know buying a, a product it's uh carl adam um conglomerate we pulled our money together we also own properties and everything else and we decided to go ahead and buy this other thing as well so it's interesting uh when you see this happening because i wonder do these entities have the best interest in k-12 in mind um you know what's what's going to be their their end game if you will um is this just hey here's where some money is right now let's go here um or are they gonna because by and large you're letting the companies kind of still do what they're doing yeah um, they, they've just kind of changed, you know, whose name is on the purchase rec- order when you're buying it. Uh, so that's, that's what I've seen thus far in the K-12 space. Uh, so it will be interesting to see, you know, are they going to make changes and with these products, because this is the time for innovation. As we, as we've said before, with everything we're seeing happening in, in education, in the world. I I hope these buyouts don't stifle innovation, Uh, because a lot of times when these big companies get them, they know at the end of the year, they have this number that this company's been able to make repeatedly. So are they just saying, hey, you're supposed to make this money every year. And so because do that, they don't innovate. Um, you know they're not as agile to try to push the market and with the buy-up is it going to have less competition out there also push driving that innovation so those, those are those things that kind of concern me when i see mm-hmm. these buyouts happening
0: yeah I, I, that last point you made is is 100 accurate i think that's the biggest concern for me is that if everybody's monopolized then what are we going to get in terms of offerings as educators because now it's like well you can have two choices you can either do microsoft pearson you know conglomerate or you know, HMH who's combined with Facebook and five other companies to, you know, at some point you gotta have like you still I still like to kind of have the mom and pop ed tech companies that are like going out there and innovating. I think that'll still continue to happen, probably more so than ever now, too. Um yeah. but I feel like they're gonna I mean, squash quicker. Yeah.
1: The, the metaverse is gonna uh, yeah. be an educational provider
0: soon. That is that's a good prediction. I I think that's yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's, that's yeah. prediction no 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 that's mine that's mine no that's mine. i love it no i was actually it's in my article too that's funny because i was one of the first things I, I i look back and in 2014 or 15 i wrote about some sort of it wasn't called the metaverse but i wrote about some sort of online universe taking over mm-hmm. and it, it didn't happen back then i don't know that it will in the future
1: it's like I talk, like third life or something you know it's yeah, not a second life it's like a third life yeah. so. i talked to some <laughs>
0: uh, i recently got to sit with some engineers for a, a ed tech company i won't name but um they do a lot of programming and I just said, what do you get? You know, I always talk to educators, but I was like, let me hit their point of view. And they're like, yeah, we don't know. We think it, they were thinking at this point, it's like a neat way to do meetings because like, you can go into a meeting and actually like everyone sees each other. You have like your papers and stuff in front of you. It's all virtual mind you. And there's like a whiteboard and you can talk and have conversations. You hear your actual voice. Um, so, I mean, obviously the limitation right now is that not everybody has goggles or Oculus goggles or whatever, but uh, I, I think, yeah, I think you're right on point with that prediction. I think that's, yeah. I mean, one to one. When when's the first one to one VR headset school district coming? I mean, yeah, it sounds silly, but guess what? I bet you in the next, I don't know, three to five years, I'm gonna guess some school's gonna do it.
1: Here is my now. This is not my bold prediction for this year. Okay, but this is one that I will I can see happening within the next five. I see a Google Facebook merger happening.
0: No, you think? What are, where's apple that, what about apple <laughs> all of them once that happens it's in it's game
1: man and that's then, it and then disney <laughs> and disney's gonna
0: buy all of them and then <laughs> it's
1: gonna be an apple disney merger yeah, versus um, facebook
0: oh that could happen yeah. microsoft is gonna be like what about me <laughs>
1: yeah I, I think apple's gonna apple I, i'm surprised Apple hadn't bought yahoo yet i'm pretty sure that's like yeah i think they they partner very well together so i could see that happening but I, I mean, I, I do see Facebook getting into that K-12 space because that's the piece that they're missing in their portfolio. Um, if they're really trying to have this whole metaverse uh, piece to, because they, they kind of played around with having some kind of uh, Facebook K-12 thing, um, but it that. hasn't really, yeah, EDU, yeah. really done anything with it. Yeah, but it, once they do that, and the reason why there jokingly joking their Google, once they get some kind of LMS footprint, where, you know, you can submit stuff or, or, or post or whatever, you know, that, you know, everybody's kind of mimicked it with Schoology. And I think, um, yep. Lightspeed has something back in the day that was kind of Facebook-ish. Yep. Uh, that's something, but what's better than something like Facebook, actually having Facebook, um, as that platform. So having that there, I think definitely would be that piece to make this learning now 24 seven, because kids are on social media, whether it's, you know, and Facebook is not just Facebook. They also have Instagram. Um, that's part of their portfolio. So, you know, you have that component in there. So if they can put those structures in place to secure it, I, I, I can see it happening.
0: I guess I think we probably actually now I, I think about, it, we forgot probably the monolith, the biggest player in the space. And she's in my room right now, listening to me, Alexa, how are you? <laughs> I mean Amazon, mm-hmm. they yeah, run yeah. all the back end. Those of you that are tech leaders have felt the sting of the AWS server crash of like two weeks ago uh, from when we recorded this podcast. And it's, I mean, think about AWS and Amazon and kind of and I, and I've done a lot of work with them recently, and I, they are. They're taking a unique approach to the space. They're not doing like what Facebook did, like you were saying. They didn't do like a K twelve. We're going to come and hammer in that way. They're kind of doing it a different direction and saying like, let's support schools. Let's figure out a way to how do we ramp this up, but mm-hmm. not be necessarily the forward facing necessarily yet." But they have a great uh, future engineer programs that I absolutely love. I got to interview a bunch of teenagers recently that were in that program, and they and this is like it's it's they're pushing the diversity envelope. They're really trying to get lots of different users out there, and also just these kids. I mean, if you're a high school kid right now, there's an opportunity with that future engineer because it's it's full scholarship, full ride, everything. And it doesn't take much to apply from what I've heard, but it's just not out there yet. I'm like, they're trying to give back a little bit, but they're also going to space and oddly shaped rockets. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so next next prediction, Carl. Next one. next prediction? Uh, I predict uh, there will be a TikTok university. Uh, There's going to be (laughs) an online academy uh of tiktok videos that are all educationally themed it's going to be the educational safe haven of tiktok because at some point we have to realize that we've you know that the genie is out of the bottle it ain't going back in we need to have uh some sort of empowerment when it comes to tiktok and not just run away from the challenges and stuff but actually use it for good in terms of education so somebody out there uh will come up with tiktok you and it'll be uh i mean it'll have educational tie-ins to it and there'll be challenges and stuff like bring your teacher coffee today and <laughs> 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 um it's the second most social, most used social media site right now by teenagers uh can you predict the number do you know what the number one one is by the way
1: mm. did they consider like whatsapp um no, a social media platform. Not, it's
0: not, not that deep man it's an obvious one if you think about it but it's just not, we don't usually think of it as social media but it's it is a social media site because it has videos on it and YouTube. Yes, YouTube is number one, yeah. still at 85%, but 72% uh, of teenagers have TikTok, which is now tied or surpassed Instagram, which I think is at 69% no. now. Yeah.
1: But it, it's so weird. And it, it is scary at times when you look at how social media has kind of really just become a thing and we feed the beast. So something cannot be a thing until we see it and make it a thing right uh, like it was a video i saw and this i don't know this this mother her son or baby was in the hospital with um rsv okay okay so you know those parents out there know rsv is like something you know it's a lung breathing virus it's that babies get. Yeah. you know yeah and she's doing a tiktok dance asking for thoughts and prayers for her baby i mean it's like it's, it's funny because she's like you know rocking and rolling and it's like this upbeat song and she's like doing the dance and her baby's just sitting there like hey eh. but she's like pray for oh my, my baby goodness. um he, he can't breathe good but she's like rocking in this dance i'm like is that how you want people to pray for your kid because i mean I, I don't know go but it's me. but it's yeah, yeah. When, when i look at the age of the the individual but this is this is their thing now so i mean if she's in a, she she's like she was in her early 20s or whatever but this is this is a, this generation um i got to remember like i'm in my 40s now so it's one of those things where it's a different it's a different space where this generation the, the these uh what is this gen z yeah uh, yeah Zoomers Gen Z and followed by the zoomers yeah, this is this is what they know. I mean, my four year old, he he's talking about TikTok, yeah. uh, which is crazy. He's like, uh, hey, daddy, are you gonna post your podcast on TikTok? I'm like, what, what are you talking about? You're for, <laughs> uh, you know,
0: but we should we told we talked about this, we need to have the reaction video where you like do some sort of crazy hack. And then I'm over there doing the what reaction videos and zoom in and yeah, sorry, I just broke my microphone stand. Um, But yeah, they, (laughs) oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's really all those reaction videos are, but did you see that? Uh, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, But I could definitely see that,
0: that becoming
1: a a bigger thing, which is so funny that we were about a year or so away from TikTok going away some degree. Yeah, uh, with the previous administration. Yeah,
0: uh, and now uh, here's my
1: bold prediction uh, oh. for next year. Um, it's going to be a mess uh, going into November of next year because we have we're we're going into midterms. Yeah. Uh So, uh, it, and and I'm seeing this here in in Georgia, and I know a lot of uh, schools are seeing this across the country in the library media space. That's becoming a battleground right now, as far as obscenity laws or whatever you want to call it. That they're they're calling it obscenity uh, when they talk about some of the books that yeah. are in the in the media center, uh, and it's become this flagpole for some um, people. Um, even even in my district, I had a request for the books that we just ordered. We just put in a, a purchase order for close one hundred thousand dollars worth of books through various publishers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, out Bound to Stay Bound, and, and um, Sora Overdrive, and yeah, a group wanted an open records to see what books we were getting. Yeah, you know, to try. To, I'm assuming to try to find an I gotcha moment there. So go, I, going into this year, I can see schools becoming a new battleground for people that are have political aspirations. So I just encourage all of our uh, library media leaders, all of our tech leaders that are out there listening, to get, you know get your ducks in order make sure your procedures are clear and you're following your procedures because I do see someone, um, a small group um, coming after somebody for whatever reason. So make sure your procedures are clear and you're following those to cover your six because I do see that becoming a thing this
0: year. Yeah, I I mean, it's even expanded into the uh, public library space, you know, outside of the schools too, where now I know that I just saw in one of the um, Future Ready library groups, a post about that it was starting to expand into like now they're starting to question what's being published in there. You know, and it's a tricky, it's a tricky thing because you know, we all as parents have our own beliefs and systems. And those of you listening out there, you know, this is not a political podcast. So we're not going to get into that. Um, but I do see the unfortunate part of it is that yeah schools are going to be part of a leverage technique used by politicians you I know mean, it's like we're going to start using the school as a pulpit to it, it that's not new by the way but i think it's just it's expanded over the last few years so i think yeah you're right on point with that prediction so 2022 november man it's gonna and, and guess where? you know i don't know about in georgia but here in texas where do you vote you vote in a school building i mean the school buildings are also the voting centers which is kind of ironic so you're gonna have yeah I, it I, that part of that, that part of life I don't miss of being in schools. The politics I know you still go through the politics, and, and mm-hmm. I'm not talking about politics like politicians, but politics of actually office politics. We've had many episodes about this, so I we'll won't get into it. But, um, <laughs> but I do think, uh, that's that's a that's a not so but it is a bold prediction, but I don't think it's, I think you're gonna be right on point with that one. I'll give you one more. Um, uh, which one should I pick? Oh, okay. Um, one of my last ones that I'll, I'll give you is this one. I think the great resignation or whatever we're calling it, the New York times calls it the great resignation, which is all the you know, people leaving, not coming back because now they can work remotely and all this. It's obviously affected education and affected our leadership. I think it's time that schools are going to have to think differently about how we hire and retain teachers. We can't keep doing this thing where we say, Oh, you have a, you have this degree so we're going to you're going to teach ela oh no now we have we have some teachers lost so you're going to have to teach this and math and this because we're a small mm-hmm. school district i think we're going to have to start outsourcing this i think we're going to have to start seeing more and more online teachers as a part of it i could see a, a great hybrid coming up in the future where we have schools having media centers in their school buildings where kids are taking online classes master classes whatever um and then if you're an on if you're a teacher that's like man i'm a really good teacher online but i don't want to be in a school building you know all of a sudden you could be making money from several districts teaching classes uh synchronously or asynchronously um so you're meeting a need you're getting paid but then also these students are that maybe don't have access to teachers are going to have access to that so to me i think i don't know i've already i've heard some early school schools thinking about it but no one's actually jumped forward and say we're doing it this way because we're, we're so rooted in our traditional thinking when it comes to funding and geographic placement mm-hmm. and um, state funds and all that. So uh, that's going to be a hard one, but I think that that's going to happen. Maybe not this year, but this will be the beginning of it.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, especially with now the increased number of the student devices, the, um, the renewed emphasis on creating high-speed internet to everybody. Uh, with the work through the uh, FCC, uh, increasing that, uh, I definitely see now that connectivity becoming more accessible to individuals, devices becoming more accessible to individuals. I can see now the the freedom of individuals to learn now becoming more and more of something that you will see now in your rural areas and your high tech areas. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I, now a couple of companies out there doing it too. By the way, I know that Elevate K twelve is what I've heard of that does online. Mm-hmm. Um, Rex Academy, who I've done some work with, is now providing computer science teachers because a lot of schools say, "Well, we don't even have a teacher that can teach computer science." So, they're like, well, we'll offer one remotely for you. So, like, trying we to, rem- need to have some this stuff
1: for like for for K twelve leaders though. Um, yeah. I mean, that'd be cool if they were able to develop something um, for for leaders to do. Yeah, like, like master classes for for K twelve oh, yeah. leaders
0: k12leaders.com yeah. is cool. Uh, Adam, I've been checking out that that uh, that's a new kind of social media platform for just leadership in, in k12. I think that would be that would be interesting, because you're right, there needs to be mm-hmm. something out there for for leadership out there. And I wonder if some a platform like k12leaders.com or something like that could offer like some sort of masterclass just in you know, one-to-one deployments yeah. or, I mean, I'm just getting very specific here, but I mean, it could be yeah. how, to I mean, navigate, I, I, how to navigate you know, a board meeting. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I know like future ready's uh, probably got some stuff, um, coming down the pipe pretty soon. Oh yeah. Um, that's going to touch on some of this stuff. So, you know, stay tuned to that. Yeah. Um, no you know, no pressure, feature ready team.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just assume you knew something. I was like, "Oh okay, yeah, that's awesome." Cool. I'm like, I'm not going to spoil it. I, uh, Adam knows that I don't know. I don't
1: know. Well, here. Well, you know what? I'm going to break the rules, and here's my safe prediction for okay. the, the. This is my safe prediction. My safe prediction is that uh, in January it's going to be amazing at FETC. Um, I know you're hosting uh, something, um, at FETC. I know, yep. um, uh, I'm going to be on the, on the slate, uh, as a future speaker at FETC. We're doing they, a session uh, they, together. Uh, Brie. Yeah. Brie's going to be down there. Yep. Um, Tom, future uh... ready, Tom, so future ready is going to be all up in, all up in FETC. Um, and that's happening. And then also this summer or well, the summer of 2022, yep. uh, all these edge of are gonna be down in New Orleans. And I can't wait because we're gonna we're gonna to have to do uh some live
0: oh absolutely podcast.
1: You know, I wanted to set up a table on Bourbon Street and do some we're of that going stuff, to. but you know that's that's gonna be season five, you know. So that but might yeah, be our, be that amazing. might be our last
0: season if we do that. But I mean, I'm with you. I feel like we need to do a live and on if we season. have
1: beads while we're doing it, just know yeah. that's, that's for, gonna be the for last words part. of wisdom.
0: We throw beads out. We don't do them traditionally, <laughs> as we do a very non-traditional of that. I'm with you on that, yeah. So what about um what about resolutions real quick as we wrap up what are do you have any resolutions you personally want to share or like I haven't even I, I'm really bad about resolutions I have a bunch I try to yeah. think of like mental and fiscal and physical and da 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 da, da but uh, anything do you go down that road to do you resolutions
1: <laughs> you know I used to and then I was like why am I wasting my time coming up with something that I'm not going to follow. Um, I try. I try to have, uh, which which basically is a resolution. I try to have goals. You know, my 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 twenty twenty two goals. My twenty twenty two, which is which it sounds weird to say 2022 2022, because it's like I'm saying twenty (laughs) twenty, which was a horrible year. (laughs) (laughs) 2020
0: This
1: is like you know, hopefully it's not twenty twenty part two. No. Uh,
0: (laughs) Yes. No. But.
1: You know, one thing that I definitely want to work on uh, for 2022, and this is something that a lot of folks have been asking me about, and this is something that is going to happen in 2022: um, the book or books will be written. So, uh, for this coming year, uh, the Dr. Adam Fial book is 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 coming out, is is being written. Um, what I, I yes i have yet to i have yet to officially put ink on uh paper for the deal Truth bomb um but it is coming this year i've i've kind of wrote out the skeleton so the book is uh it's coming just gotta decide where i want to you know have it published but yeah book's coming
0: uh, and mine will be out at FATC, hopefully the ready, set, fail with a forward by Dr. Adam File. Mm. Uh, yes, I've heard of him. <laughs> it's all about, <laughs> all about failure and recovery. If you heard our last episode with Dr. Sarah Thomas, we talked a little bit about this too, but it's, uh, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, and I'm super pumped to hear that you're uh, putting pencil paper because I, I you are you guys only hear us, but I mean, if you've ever seen Adam, right, he's got some good writing. He needs to put more out there. So um uh, i'm super pumped to see what he's going to put out there and uh i'll be one of the first of course to buy the book as well, well you're expect- going
1: to write the forward for it
0: so i mean that's be true good. i get to, i get yeah. to sneak preview it <laughs> i get the forward <laughs> that's perfect uh, yeah i'm the same way with resolutions i'm I, I think goals and i actually i don't i'm not a big believer in this because of the calendar's turning that you have to just set goals then i'm always a i'm always like a three to six month out like what are we doing the next three months we're we doing the next six months and a lot of it ties to i mentioned like physical is one i mean obviously getting in shape is always a big part of it but that doesn't need to start in january it should be always and then it's like round you know, yeah is that the shape you're talking about I'm, <laughs> I'm really working on that i'm getting closer and closer i'm worried I, I would like to by new orleans be in a in a better place but maybe we'll have a contest uh, with some of our friends on that, yeah. so we've done I'm, that try,
1: actually, I'm trying to grow a beard that's going to be my thing i'm trying <laughs> i've never been able to grow any facial hair so it's I'm coming in right man now. i
0: see it yeah yeah Oh, if you're, if you're a writer, you have to have a beard. I mean, male writers, (laughs) that is not not female writers, but male writers, like at some point the beard just has to get out. I, yeah, mine will, mine will escape soon. Um, so yeah, physical, emotional, mental. So those of you out there doing resolutions, I always say like, don't just do them just about physical because there's so much more things that we can work on. So like, I honestly, one I just have, it's just kind of a small one, but I'm going to try to read more books this year. I was uh, an extra neighbor of mine who does a, she's an HGTV podcast, actually a video, a show too on HGTV. She wrote, she told me she read 109 books this year. And I was like, that is impressive. Now, read, she listened to most of those books. She does a lot of audio There we go. So I think I'm going to start doing that. And you can get them from the public library. We're just talking about the library. You can actually Mm -hmm. just rent these from the public library for free now um, at your local library. So check that out. I think that's going to be my thing. I want to listen, listen and read more books as the new year, uh, as we go through the new year. Because I think that's just, it helps me. It makes me feel better. It gets me kind of escaped into that world for a minute.
1: Right. And what, one cool thing that we're doing, I know you mentioned that, and this is on topic, but off topic, a cool program that we're getting ready to do in my district now is this thing called the play card, where we're partnering with our, our public library systems, and every student can will be able to utilize their student number as their library card. So they'll automatically have uh, access to everything in the public libraries in um in our region, just by using their student number, um, and it's totally separate from their normal library cards so they already have a fine or fee that that's separate from this one um and there's no fines or fees for late the only fines or fees that be charged they don't return an item but going to your point to give them more access to more resources um right
0: now so definitely something we're we're excited about I love that. Well, listeners out there, um, when this podcast goes live, we're going to challenge you as well as you're listening to this podcast. What are your resolutions? What are your predictions for 2022? We would love to hear more about that. We thank you as always for joining us and listening to the podcast. This has been the yeah, Undisrupted. Leave it, podcast. leave
1: it in the comments below. Leave yeah. it in the comments
0: below. <laughs> we could we could have some comments. I mean, they would they would last oh. for a long time on on the on the I- iTunes. You could also, of course, post on Twitter, Facebook. We are we do have a Facebook group if you guys want to join it. Um, we try to post. Some, the the some YouTube. Fun little notes. The YouTubes you could post comments on the YouTubes too. Um, the TikTok not yet, not no, yet. The TikTok not officially,
1: but like you can find. I, I, I'm on. I'm on the TikTok and I, I'll put something on there. But I don't even know what my TikTok um, handle is. It's for Ask Adam Three was gone already, so I think it's like Ask Adam underscore Three maybe or something. I don't know. I got. I, I, I probably I should. Go, not, I should, should probably go get like
0: an, that. I should probably go get an account now that I think about it. Just I bet you, Mr. Hooker is gone um But yes, it's it, never mind. There's so many different ways we can go down that road. um This has been the Undisrupted Podcast, brought to you by Future Future a Schools. He's Adam, and you can follow him on TikTok. Not at Not at Ask Adam Three.
1: Yeah, follow me on Twitter, and then I'll probably post my TikTok on there. There you go. I have like three videos on there, but there it's the work in progress. I love it. And he is Mr. Hooker, and you can follow him. At Mr. Hooker. (laughs) And remember, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, even animals, we are better together.
0: (laughs) You're better.
1: (laughs) Undisrupted.
0: Disrupted. Happy 2022, everybody. (laughs) Cheers. This podcast is made possible by the generous support of Amazon Web Services.